This week's videos are sponsored by ExpressVPN. More on them after the reaction, people. What is going on there, citizens of the Reject Nation? We are going to watch two episodes of Scott Pilgrim today. Episode three and four, we're going to start double-upping for reasons that are pretty obvious. Ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead and leave a like on this video. That would mean the world. Also, be sure to subscribe click the notification bell to get notified when our reactions for the next episodes of Scott Pilgrim. Reactions are up here on the Chanel. Thank you to Pepper for helping us edit down these highlights. As always, a big thank you. Saw a good amount of you guys did join our Patreon page for Scott Pilgrim. Full interaction watch-alongs where you sing it with your own copy. So we cover several things over there exclusively with highlights and watch-alongs included. Guys, let's get into it. Gordon. And vitamin. Get your butt in here. Aww. It's like watching an alternate universe. Finn, Finn Wolfhard, Wolfhard as Teen Scott. It's about time. There's one thing I've been complaining about is that they haven't met their Finn Wolfhard quotient. John, yet. the next episode's about to start. Oh, uh, three, two, one, go. Whoa. Oh, good luck. Watch out, guys. Vegan coming through. <laughs> As it should be. Yes. <laughs> we nailed it. Yeah, buddy. Whew. Brandon Routh up next. Go. Let's go, vegan police. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That was pretty great. Continuously. You know what's fun? We're watching this on Netflix. Oh, is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, and I I also know that if you're able to change your location. How would, how would you do that? You can, I mean... First, I should probably tell you that if you change your location, you don't just go, how would you do that? You let me finish. What do you want to do with it when you change your you location? Just, yeah, 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 wow. Sorry, terrible. I'm just so excited. Just play the ad. Big thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this video, a real game changer I've been using for years. That's right, years. So whenever they want to work with us, it's an instant yes. You've likely heard about ExpressVPN for online privacy and security, but there's more to it than that. However, there was a very real incident recently with Spectrum shutting down my internet and contacting me due to a suspecting hacking attempt. And funny enough, I realized I hadn't actually activated my ExpressVPN on my new laptop that I got a couple of months ago. So I was paying the consequences. Having faced a serious hacking issue on YouTube a couple years ago, that made ExpressVPN my go-to for both security and freedom. I mean it. And yes, what you've heard is true. Believe me, this channel knows. You can use ExpressVPN to watch movies and shows on Netflix that are not available in your country. This means accessing a vast array of content of over 100 countries, like a global cinema at your fingertips. It's super easy. Open ExpressVPN, switch locations, refresh the browser, and there you have it. Whether it's K-dramas on South Korean Netflix, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, or more, ExpressVPN has you covered. And it's incredibly fast, ensuring no buffering or lag for smooth, HD streaming. It's versatile too, working on not just computers, but phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. This means you can enjoy your favorite shows on anywhere, any screen, protect and elevate your internet experience. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link, expressvpn.com slash rejects. And you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash rejects. So head to expressvpn.com slash rejects to learn more. Thank you again. Well, John, did you love it? I did. I've been loving this consistently. Are people upset? Are yeah. people annoyed? I've been seeing the word woke go around. And oh, I didn't know why. Okay. I didn't All know right. why it was going around. And then 
it dawned on me in the in the Roxy episode. Of, okay, I get it because this is Ramona's adventure now. Yeah, and Scott's probably not going to return until like the end of the series unless they subvert our expectations yet again. I mean, I can understand though that that is a big ask of people. Yeah, the title character is gone. <laughs> it is. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. It is. It is a like. Oh, what a shift! Be- when you go from your first episode to really riffing off of the movie, to yeah. then go and just kidding, pulling, pulling the rug out underneath you, we are significantly subverting expectations. And it would be a waste of time if they were just doing an adaptation of the movie. Yeah. So to do a a different perspective on it is a really interesting thing because it's more than just pulling back the curtain more. It's more than just getting some backstory on on characters we didn't get before. It completely changes the way the plot unfolds. It's like it's still the the setup of Ramona having to deal with uh, her seven exes. But now there's a different purpose, a different drive behind it, mm-hmm. and and it's a, it becomes this commentary too on a lot of things that is very very meta in its own way, while staying very true to the execution of everything it's aiming to evoke in terms of its animation period and style. Like it really does feel like. They're not trying to be this era. It, it feels like it is this era. Yeah. Um, that just happens to have these modern day settings to it, or reasonably modern day, like a few years ago. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which I think is really cool. And then it's got more of a a sweetness and more of a closure to it versus I just got to like fight these people and win. It's a completely yeah. different kind of plot. Because Ramona has to uh, find resolve with that. That's usually the solution with it. Wally needs some fun video game fight levels yeah. with uh, Roxy and the different genre hopping around, like a Looney Tunes episode. And then with um, Lucas Lee feeling like an arcade game, you know, like with Ninja Turtles or Simpsons with fighting people with skateboards. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah so, uh, but it's still fun. And it's different. It's a different ask, and and I it it, do, it is a ch- I can see why there, it could, there's an audience that could be a challenge to get on board for 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 it. But I I personally like it. I do. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how how it ultimately concludes. But it would feel like a waste of time if it was just a nostalgia. It would just feel yeah just like a fun going. excuse to get everybody back together. Right? Yeah. Whereas this is like, oh, it's riding on more than it's not resting on that alone. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It, there's an actual exploration of of different things to do while being able to actually give us completely different scenes and yeah. and locations to deal with while being about uh, while being like funny and, and taking the piss out of itself. Yeah, like it, it doesn't. It's very expressive, but it doesn't feel like pretentiously deep in any way. No, yeah. I, I haven't read much at all about this just to keep the experience fresh, but I did see a small quote from Brian Lee O'Malley kind of addressing like, you know, I wanted to go back to this and not just, you know, regurgitate it or, you know, do the whole thing. Like, eh, eh? like these things I wanted to come back and kind of do. I wanted to reflect on it so many years later, th- kind of through what this is. 
and you know make it worthwhile in that way and i can kind of see that because this has like a it's like a tenderness of maturity almost because like scott Mm -hmm. the way scott's story is pitched it's very much like you know a boy you know becoming less of a boy (laughs) and this is yeah pitching it i don't know it makes a whole lot more like truly uh qualitative emotional sense to have ramona being the one who is in this position and so it's like yeah she's like clearing all this weight before at least as it feels right now the goal is kind of clear all this weight on the road to getting scott back and mm-hmm. like you know obviously it's not in her mind as structured as like i gotta see them all but you know in finding them all she'll you know yeah release all this probably right before finding him and i think that's a really lovely thing to do and it makes sense it gives her character I don't know, just like, yeah, more autonomy and it makes her less of a device, you know, like a, you know, manic pixie dream girl type. Like, I like the character a lot in the movie, but I I am imagining, you know, what you could, there's just a much more boyish and masculine perspective through that, whereas this is a bit more varied and I think authentically so. And I like the way that they characterize it. And to me, it's it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it is a big ask because it's the title character and so much is about his journey. Love Michael Sarah in that part. But I think they're fortunate in the fact that so much of this is A, an ensemble, and B, so much about the voice of its world more so than just the specific character necessarily. And I mean, there are many, many Scott Pilgrim books and, and stories, I, I, from what I understand, beyond the main one we know from the movie. So like, you know, I would have to imagine that if this season is successful enough, like I guess Scott would, you know, be in a more fleshed out story if they were to continue or whatever. But for what this is here and now, uh, yeah, like I, I think it's really fun. And I haven't been... It's not like they do a ton to make him like super present, but it's all about finding him and what happened to him, and they're doing stuff with his story. So it still feels like Scott is represented, even though he's not like on screen. Well, some there there are parts of the movie too that felt like, you know, there's just, there's just kind of self awareness commentary that you often see in in like certain comedies. You see in a lot of Marvel things that if like. <laughs> Oh, if they just say it, that immediately alleviates it. When Lamp we're shading, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that it, it, that level of self-awareness, does, it's like just because you pointed it out doesn't mean it's, it's eliminated the, the issue. Yeah. And I think with this Scott Pilgrim movie, there were aspects, as well I love it, there were aspects that the show itself seems to really be acknowledging. Yeah. Of, you know, yeah, that they weren't, the best fleshed out moments yeah, uh, totally. of it. And, and, and uh, I li- so I like the self-aware commentary on that while still being, you know what this kind of reminds you of? Have you seen the movie Brick? Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Brick. Yeah. A little bit that, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah not, not teen sleuth, but yeah, like sort of amateur youth, like, youth sleuth. Yeah. Young adult film noir that seems to be a movie junkie kind of thing. Yeah. 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 With a lot of genre splicing happening. Um, but, but it's like animated medium. Yeah. I I, I like it. It's fun. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm overall, I'm, I'm satisfied because I I like the, I like how it doesn't also paint Ramona as you get these like tonal insights into parts of their, with the flashback stuff. That's not really laying it down thick on what made the relationship great. It's just how they, 
that somberness when looking upon the memories of their last moments together with Roxy, with Lucas Lee. And a couple brief fleeting glimpses of like what the, you know, what it was like when it was good, what the romance was like, yeah. Yeah, but it's also acknowledging a lot of the uh, attachment issues that Ramona herself even runs into. And I, I even like the... The, again, the self-awareness of Ramona being like, yeah, no, Scott's not my boyfriend. And we only she went on one date, but it was, sure was a memory for me. And it's like as she's un- revisiting these memories of people who couldn't let her go, she can't let Scott go. Yeah, You know, so there is a cool mirror effect there. Yeah, they're doing a so. lot of nice yeah mirroring and complimenting of things and uh and two i i just you know i think i like that thing that you pointed out that this being i like that too yeah other than you know what i'm gonna say and we don't and to touch nah, i don't even need to like hear it honestly <laughs> i know exactly what you're getting yeah, at yeah because yeah. i've only, only said one thing moving on so <laughs> i just I, I could just assume it that was one, that one thing. that one comment when you were like you laughed and yeah, it was, Is, I did I? You said the thing <laughs> about the again. movie having, yeah, the movie being, you know, bringing all this to live action has so many flourishes and odes to the styles of animation and whatnot. And I think the way they've taken that baton and run with it is very fun. And as you, you know, expounded, it, it, it flips that and, and does a lot of film styling and video game styling on top of this animated medium. And so, like, I did say having that. the prospect that each set of X's will bring their own kind of thing is nice. And, and that was true of the movie, too. But yeah. here, yeah, you had that montage of, like, all the different kinds of movies with all the different color grading and film grains and stuff like that. And you have the whole Stuff like that. spending time. Like, it really reminded me of Animaniacs in the second episode, just spending time on the lot and all the gags and young Neil right. becoming a screenwriter. Screen I like young Neil. And then when Lucas Lee has his fight, like, there's so many skateboard game traditions thrown in there. It's like mm. you have the ones that are like, oh, some kind of downhill slalom thing or the ones that are, yeah, more like the Simpsons or Skate or Die or, or you know, even jouster or stuff like that where yeah you were doing like skateboard melee stuff and yeah and uh yeah like they managed to smush all those things together in one sequence sure that you know kind of exists as its own on on just like a i don't know it's a great little you know animated interlude but it's yeah clearly kind of i don't know very very encompassing of much time in pop culture, right, right, in a in a very fun and impressive way, and in ways that that you can enjoy without having all the touchstones. But if you've got some or most of them, then it's even more rich. And I think that's kind of a nice thing about this too is like there are a broad array of random different little Easter egg things that are just like I don't know. I think it's just because it's a, a back lot and it's not like one specific franchise. It feels a little less lurid. It feels a little more fun. You can just be like, oh, here's a bunch of shit that would be on a back lot. Or let's do one of those gags where you're on a mural or a, you know, matte painting. And then, you know, someone bursts through it and we pull out and we find out that we're still on the back lot. Like, yeah, yeah, there's so many great, like, film flourishes. And uh, I just adore that within one episode, Young Neil is a full on screen. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) a Hollywood dream. Yeah, totally. And we got our Simon Pegg <laughs> Nick Frost. He writes it overnight. I'm a writer. Yeah. I'm a writer, yeah. And Simon Pegg Nick Frost without Edgar Wright actually directing. We're never going to get that reunion. Yeah, no more Cornettos. Alrighty, guys. Well, do you think Scott Pilgrim takes off as woke garbage that Hollywood is making? <laughs> Jamming down thoughts our throats. down below. Uh, <laughs> be sure to subscribe. Leave a like. And uh, thank you to ExpressVPN. 
and we will uh, chit chat with everyone here relatively soon. Thank you so for being here with us on this journey. Bye.